Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are... Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are! Yes, we are! Good Sunday fun day. Morning! Morning-ish. 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 Welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Oh, yeah. I'm Tabitha. I'm Gretchen. Nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) so it's sunday and we're drinking we're drinking something i am so into right now this amazing rose vodka rose vodka so our friend erica brought us this vodka and it is amazing i can't even believe she's listening she's so sweet i know she's i can't wait to thank her in person um, and she brings us alcohol to drink on the program, which is awesome. So we mixed this rosé vodka with a strawberry Perrier. That was my idea. It was your idea. And it was so good. It's very so refreshing. Really yeah. We're being very housewives this drinking early on a Sunday. Yeah. Since I had, I, I never was a day drinker until I had children. Well, because you can't be a night drinker. That's true. Although I am sometimes. When I hang out with Erica, I am. She's a night owl. Um, But then I have to get the caffeine involved. But right now, this is no caffeine and and it's no sugar. I added a teeny tiny bit of stevia because, you know, I like it sweet. But I didn't. You don't need to. No, you don't need to. You don't need to. And it is awesome. So Mm -hmm. cheers to you. We like it. Mm -hmm. it. Okay, so tell me about your... Cruise. Oh, yeah. I'm you guys, I just here. got. Yeah, it was awesome. So I just got back from an Alaskan cruise. We went on the Norwegian ship called the Bliss. It was amazing. Really cool. amazing. Cold for summer. You know, we had to be bundled up, which is not my typical summer trip, but it was great. We did dog sledding with the doggies. Awesome. Yeah, we did fishing. We didn't catch anything. Well, John caught a rockfish. You were supposed to catch salmon and halibut, and it didn't didn't. really go well. He needs to go on a fishing trip with my husband, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He should. Yeah. He would like that. And we were kind of bored, so we, you know, lasted a couple hours, and we're like, oh, we're not catching Did you see whales? We did see whales outside of our balcony. It was amazing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That was super cool. Um, And then let me tell you something super fun that happened to me. Yeah. There's gambling. Oh. On the cruise ship. Oh, God. Please tell me you won your money back. From I did. Time. I won my money you back. Did? Okay. So I won $750 playing craps. Whoop, whoop. Craps is your game. It is. It's so fun. But I'll have to tell you, one night I was, after I won my $750, the next night I go there. And I'm on fire, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm doing good. So I I roll up to the craps table, which is pretty busy, but there is, you know, there's like little spaces for each person to to kind of put their money down. Yeah. There were two spaces open. And so I, I kind of weasel my way through, get in. And this guy that's playing at the blackjack table 
comes over and is like, oh, no, no, no. I'm playing right there. You got to move. Like, huh. No, I don't. Yeah. Are you playing both tables or what? I don't yeah. see your money down here. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm like, well, when you get here, let me know. And there's two spaces. He like threw a fit that oh. I was going to be there. I'm oh, like, really? Nice. There's I've never seen like a man be upset about a pretty girl sitting next to you at the craps table. Yeah. But it like threw off my like whole mojo. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. But then I went and played with Sean and we went and played Wheel of Fortune, your favorite. <gasps> it is my favorite. Yeah, $150. Oh, so go nice. suck it, guy, at the craps table. Yeah. And then I went to play bingo the next day and won $246. Oh, I, you know, I've never played bingo outside of like elementary school. No. Oh, my gosh. I it's feel my like favorite. I would love it. It is so fun. And, you know, I was on fire. You're, you yeah, say. you usually are burning it up at the casino. Burn it up. <laughs> Not <laughs> where, always, but. And where were your children during all of this casino? Oh, there's time. Kids Club until 1.30 a.m. <laughs> That is crazy. <laughs> no. So you just tell them, like, because it's not dark in Alaska. Right? It's light all the time. time. Oh my gosh. Know. My kids it's like went nine. Yeah. My kids went to bed at one o'clock in the morning every single gosh. day. And they slept in until 10. It was amazing. Oh, wow. I like that word amazing. That's this time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Amazing Alaska. Amazing. AA. I'm not going to AA, though. Please don't. I don't think we could be friends anymore. <laughs> no, but shout out to the people that do. Yeah. You are better than me. Yeah. I mean, I don't drink all the time, but I like my spritzer here and there. Yeah. 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 On a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, wait. Do you have anything to tell us? Anything happened to you this week? No. I feel like there's going to be questions like, wait, what are we doing? Oh, I feel like I was going to talk. I was going to bring something up, but I. Oh, bring it up. I forgot what it was. Oh, okay. I have a bad memory. You know who keeps reminding me I have a bad memory? Willow. No, Stacy. Oh, oh God. That's our friend Stacy. I apparently told her my life story. (laughs) (laughs) And every time I'm like, we're texting now. Yeah. I know. I was like, hey, I'm doing that story you told me about in Huntsville. Like. I told you a lot of stories in Huntsville. It's like, oh, I only remember one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. This is what I was going to bring up. This is what I've been texting her about. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to – my husband is actually really good. He is. Yes. He has agreed to take me to – Where? Dun, 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 dun. My live stream. Oh. Dolly. So soon. Dollywood. Dollywood. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I have an affection for all things Dolly. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. And since Stacy's in Alabama, I thought, I'll bet she knows all about it. And it turns out she does. Oh, she, of course she does. Yeah. And you know what? I was in the jacuzzi with this little girl. I was asking her about like herself. And she's like, hey, yeah, I live in Nashville. I was like, oh, do you like country music? She's like, yeah, my dad's a country music star. I was like, does he know Dolly Parton? She's like, that's his friend. I was of like, course. oh, of course. I mean, and then what did you say? You said Dolly's everybody's friend. She really is. But this guy really is. I told Erica who he was yesterday, and she about got on the floor. She was like, no. <gasps> yeah, oh, she yeah. Knew. yeah. Yeah. You know, if you have young children, maybe not everybody knows this out here, but Dolly Parton will send you books. Yes, I know. Actually, for free. We actually reached out to her to kind of partner with her 
on the Hello Bello stuff for her charity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I think that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know what happened, but. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, speaking of young children. Yeah. My my case today involves some. Not bad. Not bad. Okay, good. Well, not good either, but. Okay. Anyhow, these people don't actually have children. The children part of the story is going to come later, so maybe that wasn't the best segue. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I never said I was a professional. Okay. Okay. All right. But today, anyways, I'm going to tell you a little about Miss Brittany Zamora. Mm, Nice name. Yeah, right? That is a pretty nice name. Mm -hmm. Flows nicely off the tongue. I appreciate that when I have to say it repeatedly. Mm Mm-hmm. Miss Brittany married Daniel Zamora in 2015 after he proposed to her while skydiving. Oh, in the air? Like right when they, I think he yelled it in the air and then jump the whole thing, you know, on the, on the ground. You can watch the whole video on YouTube. It's very romantic. Yeah. That's not how I got proposed to. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But he has taken me to Dollywood. (laughs) We'll talk about my love you, Fred. Yeah, we'll talk about Tab's proposal. It'll make you vomit. Okay, because it's stupid good, real good. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, in the fall of 2018, they appeared to be off to a great start. Daniel was age 28, was working as a tattoo artist, and Brit Brit, age 27, was working. As her first year as a sixth grade teacher at Las Brisas Academy in Goodyear, Arizona. Looking at this young, good-looking couple from the outside, they appear to be living the American dream. Um, I would say so. A two-income family in Goodyear, Arizona. I think actually they lived in Buckeye. Mm-hmm. Very reasonable houses, about $200,000. Okay. All Not right. $50,000. Not, no. But no. two hundred manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so turns out Brit Brit, or Mrs. Zamora, as her students called her, had some more perverted dreams than just living the American dream in a $200,000 house. She dreamed of actually having sex with one of her students. Ooh. Yeah, totally gross. Hi. How? Wait, what age are the students? Sixth grade. Oh, my God. Yeah, so she had the hots for one 13-year-old student in particular. She started to engage him in a texting relationship. It all just started by her messaging him that she was bored. Weird. Weird. I know, but it makes me think, you know, if somebody is doing something like that with your kid, like a teacher or something, if it just feels like off, like cut it off. Like yeah, there's no reason. Were her, was his parents aware Oh, well, I'll get to that. Okay. So the text escalated to Mrs. Zamora telling the student that she wanted to do stuff with him. He said he wanted to do stuff too. Oh. They started touching each other inappropriately in class while the rest of the class was watching movies. And the text exchanges got more frequent and heated, like the student saying that she was all he thought about and he wanted her to be his wife one day. And Mrs. Zamora told them, whatever you want, baby. Gross. It's so sad, right? When you think about that, like, he's hot for teacher and she's feeding into it. And he's like, of course, that means like, 
I want you to be my wife. Because he's 13. He doesn't understand. He doesn't it's understand. He's a baby. It's like, a kid. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, I remember when I had a boyfriend at 14, I actually thought I was going to marry him, too. My mom was like, mm, yeah, probably not, sweetie pie. I was like, no, mom, I am. I'm oh going to marry God. him. Oh, God. Well, so things got really dirty. And by dirty, I don't mean, you know, hot. I mean gross. When the student was spending the weekend with his grandparents and Mrs. Zamora's husband was gone fishing, she messaged him that she wanted to come over and show him how much she loved him. So the boy snuck out of his grandparents' house around midnight and met her in her red Mazda. And she performed oral sex on him. She actually returned to the boy's grandparents' house the next night. And according to the student, she got on top of him right there in her parked Mazda. And the two had the intercourse. That's real unfortunate. Yeah. So now the two are exchanging messages like, Ah, baby, I wish you were here with me. I'm, I'm reading you the exact messages right now. And I want you, baby. When can we fuck again? And she says, I want you too, baby. So bad. Whenever we can, you know I'm down. Like, for real, you get sexier to me every day. LOL. And the student writes, I want to fuck so bad. Those times were not enough for me. So they are involved in a fully gross sexual relationship by Christmas break. So the students at the school began to talk and rumors began to circulate, um, even that Mrs. Zamora was knocked up by the student. In January, reportedly, some of the students went to the principal and told him that they thought Mrs. Zamora and the student were in a relationship, and he warned the students of the dangers of rumors and did nothing else to investigate no. the claim. So Mrs. Zamora continues to prey on the young student and one day holds him and another student after class to, air quote, prepare for the school talent show. According to the other student that she actually held, it was to keep watch while her and said student, you know, got it on and not actually help with the the talent show. When this other student was asked um, in a police interview what the two were actually doing, he said they were doing dirty stuff and it made him very uncomfortable. And when the police asked for more details than just dirty stuff, he said, well, he thought he was doing stuff to her, Virginia. Instead of the word vagina. Oh. Did he really think that? I don't know, but he sounds like you can hear him in the interview. You can't see his face, yeah. but I mean, he sounds like a little kid. Oh, God. Yeah. My dog is not liking this story at all. Do you hear no, him barking down there? Yeah. I'm going to go beat him. Just yeah. <laughs> Please. Just kidding. I don't even yell at them. Sean's like... You're so nice to your dogs. They can't pee in the house anymore. You got to do something about it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, what do you do? I would I really say, I would really like to know. I just say, no, no. 
Don't do that. Don't do that. I know. Me too. That's why they're not trained, as Sean would say. Yeah, mine are not trained either. Okay. Mine. Well, they're happy. You know, they're happy. Mm-hmm. So. Hold on. Okay. So like I was saying, you can just hear this kid sounding so uneasy. He says, also, it's just crazy. She's not a good person. And he said the next day she tried to get him to stay and keep watch again, but he just left. So do you think that these text messages he's sending to her, he's just sending because he wants attention or? No. So, okay. She's texting a student and they're having sex. They're meeting outside of the grandparent's house and they're having sex in her classroom too, whenever she can. This other, a misstep of hers, I mean, the laundry list was she had another student keep watch. Okay. And so that is who is uneasy about all this. No, the student she's having sex with is saying like, I want to fuck you, baby. Okay. I got Okay. Confused. Okay. Got it. I'm Sorry about the explicits, but it's a direct quote. Yeah. Okay. 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 So anyways, the escapades continue and the student's mom said she noticed a change in her son's behavior. She said he would lock his door at night and seemed more interested in girls. But, I mean, I don't think any of us would think that was that crazy if we had a 13-year-old son. No. Seems normal. Yeah. But she had installed a parental control app on his phone called Sentry that monitored all his online activity, and it alerted her to the word baby being repeatedly used in Instagram DMs. Smart. Yeah, I wouldn't think the word baby would like be one of the triggers. Yeah, but thank God it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So at first she thought, okay, he's talking to girls now. That makes sense. But then she discovered the handle of who he was talking to was Mrs. Zamora. And stuff got real, real quick. Good. Okay. So at this time now, it's March 2018. So the boy's parents read his conversations and confronted their son, and he admitted to his parents that he had been having the sex with his teacher. They then called Mrs. Zamora up and videoed the conversation, and she pleads with the boy's father and asks him to meet with her in person. And he says, no way. And she then said, talk to my husband. Daniel Zamora then gets on the phone and says, the whole situation is crazy. I've never heard of anything like this in my entire life. I understand you as a parent have to be livid and hurt. As a husband, I am distraught and hurt. He said that she was a good teacher and would do anything to help her students. And the boy's father is like, are you kidding me? I am calling the police. And he begs him not to and says, so... What do you mean? If I don't call the police, she's just going to do this to another kid. And he says, I don't think you understand. She had another 13-year-old watch the whole fucking thing. Do you understand? I mean, you can watch the whole conversation on YouTube for yourself if you want to. But yeah, I got to give it up to this boy's parents. They really 
they did all the right things. You know, they monitored their kids' activity. They called her out. They videoed the conversation. But that's so bizarre that Brittany's husband would, like, yeah. defend her. Oh, sometimes you have these husbands that are just, like, wrapped around the finger or something. Yeah, well, I think that maybe he didn't understand. I mean, from what I can gather, I think that Brittany had told him she was engaged in an inappropriate texting relationship, but I don't, I would like to think that she hadn't told him that she was actually like banging her student. I sure hope so. Because then this guy has a problem also. Yeah, for sure. So... The parents contacted the school principal and the police the next day. Mrs. Zamora was pulled over by police officers and arrested. And there is footage of her actual arrest from the officer's body cam. Uh, In the footage, she voices her concerns about what the consequences might be for a crime like this. She says that she's worried that if she goes to jail, only being five feet tall, that they will, quote, tear her apart in there. She also asks to call her husband and the officers tell her that her husband already knows. And she says, oh, I have the best husband in the world. Like, okay. Uh, Okay. Then why did you start begging 13-year-olds? Yeah. There's, oh, God. Yeah. Please tell me she got put away for a while. Yeah, yeah, she did. Okay, so she was taken to Maricopa County Jail where although her bond was set at $250,000, she has remained there since her arrest. And just recently, as in June 12, 2019, she appeared at her plea hearing. She can be seen in her orange jumpsuit and her blonde locks have gone to crap. I'm going to show you a picture. No highlights in jail? Oh, okay. So we'll continue talking about her plea. This is what, this was her arrest tab she's like real cute oh my god she's really cute yeah this is what she looked like at her plea hearing oh jail's not working for her no it's not but she is a really cute girl yeah what the f was she thinking right oh my god i can't even believe this i mean she has really great teeth also oh my god yeah she's yeah and so you can see how a sixth grade year old, sixth grade, 13 year old student would fall for her. Yeah. Well, yeah. She also looks young. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we had a friend that was a teacher that looked the same age as her students also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I she remember. She wasn't hot for. Yeah, children. she wasn't hot for her students, though. So, anyways, her plea agreement reduced her charges from being charged eight times on eight counts to three counts. She also pled guilty to sexual misconduct with a minor, indecent exposure, and attempted molestation of a minor. Each of the charges carry a different sentence length, and she'll likely be in prison until she's in her 50s, and then she'll have to register as a sex offender. Her official sentencing will be July 12th, so we'll have to... I'll be watching. Follow up. Yeah, we'll do a follow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The courtroom footage is really blurry, but it did look like someone that looked like Danielle Zamora, her husband, was there. No. And possibly members of Brittany's family. Yeah. I mean, there's just a couple people in the courtroom and they're in the background, but, you know. You think he's going to stick around? 
I hope not. I don't know. I mean, but I mean, they haven't bailed her out. I mean, that's pretty unusual for her yeah, to be is. in jail this whole time. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what he was doing there. Mm-hmm. He's pretty radio silent on the social media. Oh, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, I mean, can really you imagine? Him. Can you imagine? Is this his picture right here? Yeah, that's his picture. Yeah. Yeah. The parents of the student involved are suing the school for two and a half million dollars civilly based on the fact that so much of their relationship happened during school hours. Yeah. Nobody knew. Well, I mean, they ignored students bringing it to their attention. Yeah. That is no bueno. So this case actually got me thinking about a similar case that actually happened when I was in high school. I thought it would be interesting to compare how things have changed since I was a high school freshman in 1992. I was. 92? You were a freshman? I sure was. I'm very old. You are old. Listen. (laughs) I wasn't. I was a freshman in 94. Whatever. Okay. (laughs) It's so much younger than you. So much. Whatever. Okay. Listen. In 92, I was hot. I was rocking wet and wild eyeliner, mm-hmm. cherry chapstick, lots of bodysuits from Contempo Casuals. Oh, That's where I, I spent all that. my extra money, yeah. And Hirachi sandals. Did you have those? No, I did not. Mm, you weren't cool like me. But I did have the Levi's. You know, they were like the boy ones. They came oh, out yeah. of your, your older brother's closet if you had uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. It, listen, bodysuits, boyfriend jeans, mm-hmm. it all comes back. I know. Right? It does. A little different, but yeah. A little different, but still. So anyhow, before I ever stepped foot on the um, Ventura High School campus, I remember being warned about Coach Cotchell. It was no secret that he was a creep. Like, it was no secret at all. The whole town knew. The whole town? The whole town. Everybody knew. Everyone. Well, everybody on the west side. On the east uh, okay, side. Okay, everybody on the west side. Know. Tabitha and I went to opposing high schools. We did. Yeah. Go Bulldogs. Go Cougars. Okay. (laughs) So when I was in school, I never personally had any encounters with him, but I had friends who said he tried to like feel them up in the weight room. Really? Yeah. Do you believe it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh God. I mean, it was like, yeah, I do. There was always a new story, but the mentality then was like, everyone already knows it's Totally not a secret. What would even be the point of saying something to an administrator or something? Like, you just felt like it it wouldn't matter anyhow. Mm -hmm. So why bother? I mean, there'd probably be, like, repercussions for you for even, like, saying something. It was like you just had to try not to be alone with Coach Cottrell in the weight room. Yeah. So he was a beloved football coach at Venture High. He coached Eric Turner, who went on to play in the NFL, and he took the team to like the CIF a bunch. I don't know. I guess he had like the most wins. And at the time, oh, that's why they were turning the heads. Oh, yeah. I mean, at the time, football in Ventura was a big deal. It was different. Yeah, Pictures of high school Ventura games line. were plastered all over the local paper, which back then, like, Everyone got the local paper mm-hmm. and, you know, the varsity football coach was always quoted. He was a local celebrity. Yeah. So it was surprising and 
not so surprising when myself and my fellow students arrived at school and we all found out that Coach Cotchell would not be coaching so much anymore because a cheerleader one year ahead of me had been involved in a sexual relationship with him. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. So apparently what had happened, which is pretty similar to the Zamora case, was that her parents found letters, like not text, letters. We didn't have cell letters. phones. Yep. No. Like over 40 of them that were sexually explicit that the two had exchanged and they reported it. I remember her from school, but I never saw her again after that. No way. No. After the news came out, she was just gone. I found an old article that said, according to the probation report, she had said that he was a wonderful person who should not be punished for normal human behavior. I tried to look up like what she's doing now, but I couldn't find her. I wish her well, and I hope the years have treated her kindly and that now, at this point, she has realized that what was actually going on was a gross abuse of power. I, I wonder what she feels now yeah about it so many years later yeah I hit up a couple of high school friends and stuff if they knew anything and everyone I mean people are like I don't even remember her name I just don't I mean hmm. yeah so the story was featured on a current affair oh did you watch yeah. it yeah, I think I did. I mean, we thought it was like, it was weird. Like, there were reporters lurking around the school. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, what I can tell you from my experience in 1992 being there at the time was that as much as people thought it was wrong that Cotchell had done it, it seemed like they were kind of bummed that the whole thing all came out. And the school just kind of rallied around Coach Cotchell's youngest son, who was a junior in high school and on the football team at the time. Oh, he was so well-liked and popular. He was like in the homecoming court that year. Um, Harvey's brother was also a teacher at the school and people really loved him too. I just, I, which I think that's all great, but I don't remember anyone giving a crap about this girl. It seemed like she was just shamed out of town. Mm. I don't think I felt like that at the time, but looking back now, yeah, I think, well, what the hell ever happened to her? It's sad. Her parents are probably like, let's not have you be the center of attention in this. Yeah. Yeah. So in January, 1993, uh, Harvey was sentenced to serve two years in state prison for six felony counts of having sex with a minor. Two years? Yeah. So what would that be nowadays? I don't know. I mean, I'm not even sure if he served the entire like two years, years or not. But from what I can remember, which I, I, this is like sort of verified by other people's accounts too, is before he was involved with this cheerleader, he had a relationship with a, another girl who was his daughter's best friend. And everyone knew that they were in a relationship. Okay? Mm -hmm. So that girl apparently is the one who picked him up from prison when he was released. No way. Yeah. So, I mean, just to put this in perspective, 
I, I remember the whole thing happening my freshman year. And before my senior year, I remember eating at Pete's Breakfast House, mm-hmm. which is right next door to Ventura High School. I mean, like yeah, people love right it. next door. Yeah, everybody loves it in town. And Harvey was sitting there eating breakfast next to me with his son. So this was like. So he didn't really spend any time in jail. So he didn't spend any time in jail. Yeah. What's he doing now? Well, I'll get to that. So after seeing him at the breakfast house, that was not the last time I would see him. I would see him being like sleazy and chumming it up with everyone at Winchester's. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. Which is like Winchester's and Ventura, and especially at that point in time, it was like oh, it was the, the most happening spot in town. It was the only place to, I mean, it wasn't the only place, but it was one of like three places to go yeah. hang out. He just had like, I mean, yeah, there were like whispers and it was like, oh, hey, did you see Cotchell over there? You know, but he had no shame. He did not feel like he was not run out of town after this scandal by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think that he was like still the beloved, you know, football coach anymore, but he was tolerated. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that Mrs. Zamora could just roll into like the local Arizona watering hole and people would just make small talk with her like, hey. No way. Well, you also have a man and a woman. That's whatever reason it is. There's still like some difference. Difference. Bias. Yeah. People almost feel like it's, I think it's better for a guy to do something like that than a girl. It just feels so weird. for. No, I think people, I mean, you would think people think it's like, oh, is that really, you know, sexual misconduct if it's like a, Female, female teacher doing it to a student. I think yeah, people I are realizing it is. Of course it is. And, yeah. But being a woman, I can't even imagine thinking gross. Yeah. Like really. So gross. Yeah. There's yeah. something seriously wrong with people that do that. Yeah. Well, okay. So just like I told you, Harvey could be seen at the local bars. And that is just not, it didn't just stop there with his like brazen behavior. After he was released from prison, he wrote a letter to the editor, which was featured on the front page of the Ventura County Star about how excluding Planned Parenthood and AIDS care from sex education should be like a thing. His position is that it either, and I quote, directly or indirectly condone sexual activity by students by selling them the concept that there is such a thing as safe sex. What? Yeah. Who does he think he is to even be an informant? Yeah, he should have gone away shamed. But no, he didn't. Another quote is, students should be taught to abstain from sex until they have matured in their interactions with men and women. Here's another one. Once sex becomes part of an adolescent's lifestyle, their lives are not the same. The innocence of youth becomes history. Does he think he's doing something like being like a promoter of not doing what he did? I guess. Apparently he, he, you know, he, he found the church. He's born again. Yeah. And felt like he ought to just. Yeah. No. How about not doing that? How about not? Yeah. I think. 
Yeah, he's not in the position to ever say anything. One last gem I have to mention was that he also condemned homosexuals from talking to students in regards to AIDS or whatever because of their perverse wrong way of life. Oh, go fly a kite. Yeah, go fly a kite, Harvey. Shut up. So you want to know where he is now? Yeah. Dead. He is dead. He died (laughs) at age 61. Sorry to laugh, but... (laughs) In 2010. I was wondering if Harvey was going to come after us, but I guess he's not. Not so much. Yeah, a memorial. He lived out the last um, five years of his life in Texas with one of his other children. And um, there was a memorial held for him there in Texas. And there was a local one in Ojai held for him as well. And what I found was articles written about him always list like, you know, his accomplishments. And then the last couple lines are, you know, he was disgraced. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. How did he die? I don't remember. I don't know. 61. That's 61. So it's like cancer or heart attack. Yeah. Something like that. But what's interesting is, so there's all these lists of his accomplishments. And so I tried to find out like, what were Brit's accomplishments, you know? Yeah. Where'd she go to college? What is, you know, yeah. Like, is it ever written about in the same context? No, not at all. I mean, you cannot find anything. It is just Zamora scandal, you know. No way. Nowadays, touching Virginia's gross. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, and she's going to be in prison until she's in her 50s. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Nowadays, you go away for a long time for doing something like this. I mean, if he was, he probably only He got a slap on the wrist. really. Yeah. And he was a dirtbag. Yeah. He was. Don't be a dirtbag. Moral of the story. I know. Men and women. I'm a little worried that I'm going to like, it's such a, um, what's that word? It's like such a black mark on our Ventura history. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I'm a little worried that people... When I brought this story up to people, people that I grew up with, they were uneasy talking about it. You know, I don't know, but I, know. I still stand by that he's, yeah, he's a dirtbag, and don't he like should have dirty old men. Yeah, and they should have done. We should learn from his story. Yeah, for sure, and from her story. I mean, come on, and from her story. And you know what? Also, because I know we have a lot of parents listening, there are trackers, and I went to this seminar. Um, at my kid's school to learn about social online, what kids are doing nowadays and how to be observant. And you have to, you have to know everything your kid is doing because they can be super secret. They can have multiple Instagram pages, so they can have one that you see. Oh yeah. And then one secret one, which by the way, I posted something on our Instagram page, which I meant to post on my personal page. My story. I don't like that. <laughs> so, and I'm the one that's old. That's an old lady mistake, Tab. Oh, you know what? It was like I was in Alaska and I'm trying to do multiple things at one time. And then, yeah, my technological skills missed me for a minute. Okay. But, anyways, I think the moral of the story is really for parents like, put those trackers on your, fo- your kid's phone, look at everything that they're doing, don't let texts go by. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram. 
I don't know. Or maybe just don't even like let them do that. I'm not there mm-hmm. yet. So I'm like, I think yeah, you have to. When are you going to get Kyla a phone? No, not for a while. Yeah. Like maybe 12 or 13. But then it's going to be, you know, a flip phone. Like oh. reach my floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. But I will be monitoring everything. And I think it's very uh, good for them to know that you are also. So that it's just, you know, like there's no lying about it. It's like, hey, I'm looking at everything you're doing and you better be good. Yeah. I think you can do some kind of thing where like the phone automatically goes off. Like it needs to like go off between like yes. nine yeah, o'clock at night and you don't want whatever. that. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that was uh I don't want to say good story because it's like really weird. Well, they're all really weird. They are, they are. Nobody died though. Yeah, that's good. Except Harvey. Well. And that's, that's okay. okay. Too. We're okay with that. Out of old age. Yeah. Uh, old age at 61. I don't think. Whatever. You're, you're going to be 61 <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a. Bizatch. Just kidding. So if you like us, please rate us a five star. I know. I hope you guys aren't like so overhearing that. And if you are, hurry. Oh. Um, but we do really appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. And we love it. People say the nicest things. They do. Yeah. I, I read all the reviews to my husband in the car. Yeah. Oh, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Doug the Custodian. Oh, Shout out to my gosh. Awesome. Shout out to Doug the Custodian. Yeah. yeah. We like dudes that listen to us. Totally. And I hope I was like, oh, man, we changed our name right when he uh, he posted. Mm. And then I'm like, I hope you still listen, even though we're named Housewives. Right? Yeah, because he already subscribed. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Yeah. And then you just get it every Monday morning or Sunday night whenever you like to listen. Yeah. Thanks for listening. All right. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.